Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Am I an asshole? No. Am I, though? No. Maybe sometimes? You've literally never been an asshole. That's not true. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Trin, I took a great bath last night. Oh, tell me everything. It was warm. Yes. The water was blue because I used a bath bomb. Nice. I went through all the flavors of bath time because I started when it was hot and then I stayed in there long enough that the water st- I got overheated where mm-hmm. I like turned a little of the cold water on and by the end I was just laying in soothing cold water like a like a beautiful mermaid. Aww. It was a great bath. That's awesome. Did you have a wine bath? Oh, I did. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's the way to be. For sure. You got to drink, you got to have your water too, because otherwise you drink too much wine and then right. you stand up too fast and you get lightheaded. We, we on the Friendshiping podcast are like extremely vehemently pro-bath. And, and a bathing. lot of people aren't pro-bath. This is true. Because it's like bathing in human soup. And we're not going to deny that fact. We're not going to deny that you are marinating in your own skin flakes. This is, this is true. Um, true story. Ooh. I, whenever I bath... I do a full exfoliation situation, shower, and then I take a bath. I used to shower before I got in the bathtub, but now I I don't. I don't do that. I mean, you know, it just depends on what you're into. Everyone has a bath time routine, and that's what I'm always interested in hearing about. This will be my new side podcast. I interview people about how they bathe. I can't even stay in the bathtub for longer than 10 minutes, so usually the lead up to the bath takes about like 45 (laughs) minutes to an hour, and then... Why such short baths? Because I get bored. Ah, uh, got it. I just, I'm, and like, and th- so it's like, I'll, you know, I'll be drinking my wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll, and then I'll suddenly become aware that I've been sitting in water just for a while. <laughs> yeah, when you reach, when you reach bath enlightenment, en- enlightenment, yeah, bath enlightenment, you're like, I'm just sitting in a bowl of <laughs> marinade. I'm soup right now. I'm human broth. I am the stew. <laughs> C-3PO tried to have this not happen to people. Have you ever peed in your bath? In Return of the Jedi. No! Me neither. Isn't that gross? Why would I, anybody okay, do that? Okay, I asked it in a neutral way to see if I could get you to say yes. You really did ask in a neutral way, Like too. I was like, hey, do you use bath bombs or ever pee in the tub? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would feel that if somebody peed in the tub, they'd probably redraw that bath. I mean, that would be the hope. That would be the hope. <laughs> So speaking of pee, oh, which comes out of a hole in your body, mm-hmm. an asshole is also a hole in your body. And the theme of our episode is assholes. Am I an asshole? Am I an asshole? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Jen, how about reading the first question? What do you think about that? Yeah. I know my friends are keeping me out of the loop. I see them hanging out without me all the time on Facebook, and it hurts because they've been my friends for actual years. It's my fault somehow. They've been telling me I'm a, quote, asshole for a while now, at first jokingly, and now I guess they're just tired of my shit. Do I have to change my entire personality just to have friends? Everybody thinks that their friends are hanging out without them. Everybody thinks that. We get the question of, oh, my God, my friends are hanging out without me all the time. I would say even more than can guys and girls be just friends. Yeah, those are our two number one most asked questions. Uh, and you, and usually we don't, we don't take those questions simply because – 
it's a common normal fear of everybody and there's no way that we can tell you for sure if your friends are hanging out without you however your friends told you you're an asshole and you see them on Facebook hanging out together all the time so we right. assume that's actually true they've been telling me I'm an asshole for a while now at first jokingly and now I guess they're just tired of my shit huh do you have to change your entire personality just to have friends? I mean, probably not. Probably. That seems like a huge overhaul, but you might need to change some things. That's for darn sure. Right. Now, we, we want to start off with asking, do you actually understand what the problem is? Because there's a variety of disordered thinking or even just non-neurotypical thinking uh, that you might need a diagnosis for uh, and to work through. So let's just say you have extreme difficulty reading facial expressions or understanding other people's emotions even on a surface level that's something that you're going to need help with that we can't give you and all is definitely not lost for you you are not broken if that's the case for you if this is ringing true for you that's it's not you're not broken right you you just have something to pursue with a professional Trin and I have both pursued mental health with professionals before yeah and we're we're not hopelessly broken (laughs) Trin didn't believe that as she said it but I believe it we are starting off with this and asking this because there are actual solutions to this and your friends saying that you're an asshole is their misinterpretation of your non-neurotypical brain and not actually you're a dick Um, so honestly assess that first Um, And if you think there's even a a chance that there is you're having a problem understanding other people and the world, um, we would suggest trying to get an appointment with a professional, see what you can be uh, diagnosed with, if anything. Does that make sense? Totally does. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I was like, oh, I I hope I'm saying all this right. I think you did great. Speaking of, (laughs) am I saying all this right? Yeah. Uh, You might just suck at talking. Oh, oh, I wasn't even going to think. Yeah, that's true. I mean, my first question for this asker was like, are are you an asshole? You might be an asshole. You might be an asshole. Even if you are an asshole, hope is still not love. Like, like, like all these things that we've listed doesn't mean that you're not allowed to have friends, but you have to overhaul and change yourself to have friends. Right. Interacting with people is just part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's not an extension of like your deepest soul. And we're also going to assume, before we get into advice here, that that you're an asshole in a way that doesn't, like, deny the humanity of other people. Here's an example. If you are consistently writing on Facebook walls about people who are talking about Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and you are arguing, and your friends are seeing this, and they're calling you an asshole for the things you're saying, that is something we cannot fix for you, and you have a lot of work to do. Right. Like if you are totally cool with cops killing black people, <laughs> if you're totally like, oh, man, women like they're cool to touch and stuff. But like they're just it's science. They're not as smart as us. Or they're a little they're kind of coming for all of our jobs at this point. Yeah. If this is ringing true and you have evidence right in front of you of things you're saying and your friends are going, hey, that was not cool. What you just said about an entire gender. Right. You have work to do. You need to listen to your friends in this case. You are exhibiting asshole behavior. Right. And if you're not sure, you probably are. Yeah. I mean, if you're hearing this and going, well, uh, yeah, you probably are an asshole. If you're hearing this and going, absolutely not, I would never do that. I don't believe that. Okay. Then we can proceed here. Yeah. And also, that's something you can ask your friends about. Because if they're just saying, oh, you're an asshole, and you say, like, actually, I'd really like to know more about that. Do you think I'm sexist? 
that is that is actually a question that I think your friend would answer. Yeah, for you. or like what is wrong in what I said? Mm-hmm. But mean, yeah, with the understanding that they might be like, "Fuck off, figure it out for yourself." Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this sucks, no matter what, and it's hard. This I mean, is going to be hard. Like no matter what, no matter if it's all those disclaimers that we said in the beginning. Yeah. You know, this sucks and, and, and will be hard. And we we have not given up hope for you, even if you deny our humanity being women, I guess. <laughs> like, it sounds so ridiculous and extreme to say that. But, like, I truly think that those people can change. Me, no, me too. Especially I mean, if they're reaching out about it. Absolutely. No, I be- if we didn't believe in the ability for people to change and improve, why would we even do this podcast? Oh, Jen, that's so true. We totally do. You know what? This morning, um, I was walking to work, and I was thinking about how every episode, I'm pretty sure I go, "Oh, Jen," Aww. like once or twice, and like I'm, I just somebody needs to like make a remix of every time <laughs> I've been like, "Oh, Jen," "Oh, Jen," "Oh, Jen,", Jen. Oh, Jen. yeah. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I would be my ringtone. <laughs> uh, that was totally off topic, but but uh, so are you an asshole? Okay, okay, okay. You might be an asshole, you but be an asshole. I have been also been an asshole before. Right. Everybody has been an asshole. Here's my food, my little food for thought for the for the question asker. Yes. Do you feel like a wounded animal? And I know that sounds weird, but I was once a wounded animal. I was like a dog that had been kicked over and over. Wounded animals, when they are cornered, lash out and bite and get mean. Wounded animals have been hurt in their past. Maybe they've been emotionally abused. They've been triggered. Something happened to them that affected how they interact with other people. And it put you in a place of, maybe you don't realize it, constant hurt. Yeah. And it makes you mean. Yes. Depression doesn't always, and I'm not diagnosing this person with depression. I'm talking about myself right here. Right. But depression, for me, didn't mean that I was, like, sad all the time. Uh it meant more that I was moody and crabby and I was impatient. I was basically mean spirited. Like that's how my depression, like it made me not, it made me cranky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be depression that's making you hurt. I mean, it can be anything. Think about tired people in an airport finding out that their flight is delayed. They are usually very grouchy, you know, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of work and empathy to be kind in those situations. And sometimes like it's hard. Um, for example, today I was at the pharmacy waiting for my drugs and I really had to poop like Aww. the whole time. And when you're sitting there and I mean, and my friend is texting me being like, hey, I have this problem. I'm like, I need to deal with this later because right now I'm waiting for my drugs and I have to poop so much. that I think I'm going to explode. It feels like I'm made of poop. <laughs> oh, I know. It's hard. You felt like you were full to the top with poop. I felt like... Uh, Toe to tip. It was like All the poop. poop was from my hips up to my throat, just oh, full of poop. Oh, you were choking. I was choking on poop. This is terrible. However, I think you get the point of what we're saying is that like, if something else is wrong, it makes being nice all the harder. It totally does. Especially when you have to poop. Especially if you have to poop. And it can be depression or it can be like, oh my God, I have to go to the bathroom so bad and I'm starving <laughs> and my meds are late and you know. Yeah. Or it can be you are physically like in chronic pain. And that's something that can be that can be dealt with and, and worked through. It could be that your mom's really sick and you're not realizing how much that's affecting you emotionally on the day to day. Absolutely. It could be something that happened in your childhood. Um, there could have been an adult that was very influential in you in your life in your formative years and now speaking from experience now (laughs) um 
you are forever impacted. Like you look at the world through a different lens. Basic things like how you approach conflict or how trusting you are of other people are impacted by the adults that raised you. Yeah. And what we're hoping is that we're going to say enough things in this podcast that you'll hear. And one of them will be like, oh, me, oh, me, yeah. me, 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 me. Oh, pick me. It me. It me. Duh. That Duh. terrible thing. Oof. That one's me. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah. So that's one of the things. So you could be an asshole. But. But, 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 that's not a permanent title for yourself. Yeah. There are some people that wear the title with pride. I am an asshole, but you won't be one of those people. We're going to make sure that you won't be one of We're, those people. I would say it's it's our job to prevent you from feeling pride and being a jerk. <laughs> that's really good. We can't sit idly by. Right. While you put in your Twitter bio, kind of an asshole, deal with it. I refuse to let you listen to this podcast and decide that what you want is to be is to come off as non-empathetic. If there was ever a nemesis for friendshipping, it's like that guy. Yeah. And it is a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy with a sexy anime babe for his Twitter avatar <laughs> that says... And he's a husband and a father. Oh, wow! <laughs> Asshole, husband, <laughs> father. father. Corinthians 240 or whatever. I don't know. Something. Okay, okay, okay. What? Let's get into our questions for... Oh, should we... The, the the list we made. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the, we Jen and I sat down and we thought to ourselves, in what ways have we commonly seen people be assholes? So we're going to say a few things that you might say about yourself. And if that rings true for you, that might be why you're an asshole. Some pieces of this may resonate with you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Nope. It just means that, I mean, everyone is going to hear some of this and be like, yeesh. Yeah, I'm a little bit like that. Yeah. And then you work on it. Yeah, you work on it. Number one, you know, I'm just so honest with people. I'm the kind of person that says what everybody's thinking. Wow, do you want to fucking meddle? Jeez. Right. <laughs> no, that just means you're rude. That just means you're rude. And you might be rude. And you might not even mean to be rude. When I picture somebody who's like, I'm just real honest. It's like you're in a conversation, and I've seen this happen. So you're in a conversation, and somebody is talking about their day, and you say, this is so boring. Oh. Yes. Rude. I know. Come to the Midwest. We'll, we'll teach you how to be the opposite of rude. We'll teach you how to be <laughs> passive-aggressive instead. <laughs> um, what else is rude stuff that, that, that people say? Man, it's really hard to be rude like this because I'm the opposite of people who's somebody who's way too honest with people. Like, I think way too hard before I say anything personal to somebody. Uh, people can be way too honest with, like, wait staff, service, people. Yes. It's okay to speak up if something is wrong, but you can do it in a polite way. I mean, the truth is not everybody wants you to be honest with them 100% of the time. It's something of uh, an empathy situation that you need to work on. Like, do you want to be called out every time? You need like an, you need like an additional layer of understanding. Like, hey, this actually will inf- could ruin their day. Right. And is it worth it? Is it worth feeling right and correct, even if you are right and correct, to ruin someone's day? Probably not. Yeah. This is also the kind of person who takes an argument way too far. Mm. So, or a debate way too far. Yeah. Um, you might, like, want to have the last word. Um, this, this actually leads really well into, you know, I'm really just good at things and people don't want my advice. Uh, I'd love to debate, but, like, my friends are so bad at it. They need to deal with it. I'm just smart. I'm a smart person, guys. You're a goober is what you are. You're actually a goober. If it's important you'd be the smartest person in the room, you might might be an asshole. Right. If you're walking in and into a room and being like, I'm definitely at least the second most smart person in this room, 
That's weird. Or none of these people are on my level. Or if you wanted to, this reminds me of people that want to debate things that aren't debatable. Right. Or want to debate your interest in things. Like you shouldn't like the fifth Harry Potter book this much because Harry is, Harry's a jerk in it. Like I, I know, I know Harry's a jerk in it and I love the book and I love Harry regardless. Right. Can you just accept that? No, I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend a lot of time explaining to you why your opinion is wrong. <laughs> So this can be rooted in, uh, I think, one of two ends of a polar spectrum. Mm-hmm. One is you maybe you're super insecure and you need to fight your way to the smartest person as though you're like an intellectual Klingon, <laughs> you know, or you are so convinced of your own specialness that you need to declare it all yeah. of the time. Yeah. Uh, and we're definitely not saying you're not special, baby. You're you're great, but you know you might want to lean back a little. If you are a special smart person, that still doesn't make you better than other people. I know that feels so unfair, doesn't it? I know, but it's the dang truth. Right. If you're a special smart person, that doesn't mean that you get to choose what people talk about based on your interests. <laughs> so like you can't just. That's really good, Trin. You being smart is not a magic trick that impresses people. Magic tricks impress people. They sure, yeah, they do, yeah. I mean, maybe you should learn some magic tricks. That might be a good use of your intelligence. I think that that would be even more insufferable. No, I think that would be way, because they don't have to be quiet. (laughs) Oh, God, now we're just ragging on smart people. I don't care. Uh, You know what, I don't either. They could be taken down a notch. They could be taken down a notch. So no matter what, and here's something interesting about, like, the I'm just too smart for everybody, Mm -hmm. asshole, is that that's true of almost every positive quality. Like, you can think, I'm just too gorgeous for this room. (laughs) Like, really, there are definitely people who are assholes about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just laughing because whatever the opposite of that is, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, Jen. And I think that that's a wonderful quality. (laughs) Thank you. And there's also people who are like, um, you know, I'm high class. Like, I'm I'm too dignified for this room. Um, there are extremes of every positive quality and that can make people an asshole. Um, and I think that the truth is that those qualities are not important. <laughs> They're not important to other people. And I know that sounds like really ridiculous because sometimes being gorgeous can get you plenty of things or being smart can give you a million opportunities. Um, but on an, in- on an interactive basis, when you're dealing with other people, the only quality that matters is your kindness. Is your kindness. And if you are the kindest person in the room, that's not going to make you into an asshole. Yeah. It's like the only quality that that is true about. I'm trying to think of examples in which, because I know we're ragging other people, but I'm trying to think of an example when I was an asshole and continue to be an asshole. Here's mine. I, Jen, Jen Bain refuses to wait in lines. Oh, Jen Bain. When we go to PAX, I'm like, <sighs> how long is that line? No, I'm not. Oh, no, that video game looks cool, but no, I, I can't. I just can't stand here to do this. I nothing is is as important to me as doing something else. How about this? How about this for the rest of the list? Every time we say you might be an asshole because of this, we'll give an example of us being an asshole just yeah. to make sure that they know. Yeah, and it's like it's uppity of me to say I can't stand in this line because there are plenty of people that are. Right. I'm not better than them. No. But I just choose to do something else because. I consider my time very valuable. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a really good time when I was an asshole. I've definitely been an asshole before. Oh, I have a tendency to forget. So, okay, my friends are really good at telling me 
when they're having like a shit day or this is like an emotionally significant day. And I have a tendency to forget that they said that on accident. For example, my buddy told me that uh, it was the, oh God, I'm such an asshole, guys, listen to this. This was really recently, too. He's like, this is the anniversary of my, the anniversary of my mom's death is tomorrow, so be really, really nice to me. And I was like, I will absolutely be super nice to you. Don't you worry. At like 1130 at night, I'm pulling up my text message and I'm going to read it. I was not sober when this happened, but that still is not an excuse. This friend is the person that I text when I'm like, you know, having like random thoughts or whatever. And I said, I have a question. I need to know this. I need to know if I'm thinking this because uh, I'm not sober or because it's cool. You know how people say I love you when they say goodbye? Is that because they want to make sure that if they die when they're apart, that the last thing they will have said to each other is I love you? Oh, God. And, and you said that. And oh, I said that true. on the anniversary of his mother's death. <laughs> because I just wasn't fucking thinking. Right. You know, and like right. he had done the incredible work of telling me. I need you to be a little kinder to me today. And then, and here I am, death's on my mind because I'm thinking about that. And I just busted that out. And I'm sure you apologized. Oh, did I ever? Yeah, like Trin, I, you messed up. You acknowledge I it. Up. And oh, yeah. 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 Did I tell you about the car crash thing? I think I've said this on the I podcast. I think you before. told me this story. That is just funny to me now. So the abridged version is the exact same thing. <laughs> Is that a, like a, a girl in my youth group died in a car crash, and then I went to youth group that weekend, and and I was genuinely happy that I had not died in a car crash that week, and we all went around the circle but saying, "But did, did you know about the girl?" I did, but it was in like the back of got my it, head. Got it. Got it. Was it got like it. The depths yeah, it, of my it, head. it like came up in a, through your subconscious. Anyway, and, I yeah. said I was thankful that I didn't die in a car crash. <laughs> the week that this woman died in a car crash. Okay, so like here's so, God, <laughs> so that's the thing is that like everybody's an asshole. Can you describe the look on people's faces? No, I can't. Yeah. You blacked out. Uh, uh, it wasn't just looks. They were just crying. Oh, Trin. Jen, I'm kind of the worst. Okay, next <laughs> asshole thing. So the next one is. I'm an asshole, but like it's hilarious. Everybody thinks it's super funny. No, 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 no. I had this problem in like high school and college. Like I didn't have a good measure of how to tease people because friends do rag on each other in a loving way. Absolutely. It's like it's it's part of many friendships, but like not if you're mean. No. Here's what you should do if you're just whipping out your jokes all the time. It just sounds like an unwanted yeah, it does. dick. It sure does, doesn't it? Okay. You should examine who's laughing at your jokes. Yes. Is it the same person every time and the other person in the room is silent every time? Are only your male or only your white friends laughing yeah. or grinning or giving you like like approval? Are only the people who look and think like you laughing? Yeah. Who is giving you positive feedback about your, your great comedy routine? Mm -hmm. It might be nobody. It or might be no one. It might be no one. It might just be, or it might be the same people every time. Are the people laughing at your jokes, are they assholes? You, you, you probably know that. And I think that it is a small thing to give up your best jokes in order to have friends. It sure is. And if you have a joke that is so funny, and maybe it's at the expense of a friend, say it and laugh to yourself. Text it to somebody text, who won't say anything. Text it to a safe... I was going to say that. I wasn't sure if that was a good advice. Well, so we yeah. have... Well, you know, you and I and Max have that chain where we 
you know yeah preview so we we have a text chain where we preview tweets to each other and being like is this funny enough to get away with that's exactly it and we'll be honest with each other and say no no it is not we'll say that was really funny but don't tweet that or be prepared for the fallout if you tweet that right or no actually that was hilarious and it's totally worth it yeah go go for for it. it Have fun. I think that that is really a balancing act, and it's a hard one, I think, in particular for people who are really funny. But, Jen, I think about that Tina Fey story that you told, I think, a couple episodes ago. Could you recap that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I said I'm I'm not, like, the world's biggest Tina Fey fan, but something I do admire about her is she's been open before about her – she's witty, she has a sharp wit, and she knows it, but very easily she can harness that that power for, for evil. Like her wit can often translate into just being mean and she has to constantly like harness it and bring it back and keep herself in check. And what I love about that is she's it's not like she woke up one day and decided like I'm not going to be mean anymore, but I am going to be funny as she's writing jokes or just being funny in person. She's keeping herself in check. And it's good because it's like a process like you have to keep tabs on yourself in your own comedy. There is no way that you are so incontrollably funny. (laughs) That you are funnier than Tina Fey. Yeah. And, like, again, I'm not the biggest Tina Fey fan either, but I will admit that she has had her moments. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you would you would literally be saying, I'm so uncontrollably funny, funnier than even Tina Fey, that I, I, I just, I let it run away with me. There are plenty of dudes that think they're funnier than Tina Fey, Trin. That's fair. There are waves of people that look at all of the female comics and they're like, she's not that funny. And to be totally honest, there are plenty of assholes that make their living on stage being an asshole. But it, they decided that they would rather make money being on stage an asshole than have friends. Insult comics. God. Gross. Norm MacDonald. He's a bad. Is he? He's is a he? bad. Is he's, he? He says that all women are not funny and like oh, all, fuck that, off. all that garbage. Yeah, he's like the shittiest. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So how do you work with that? There are a million ways to work with that. We recommend channeling that because that's a kind of creativity. It totally is. Being You have to be kind of creative to be able to be an asshole to everybody. <laughs> that's just the truth. You have to be creative to, like, navigate the emotions of the people around you. That is true. But, like, see if you can take a writing or comedy class. There are ways to be funny. And you are probably funny even if we don't like the way that yeah, you're funny yeah yeah uh, there are ways to channel that and become even better and more creative and more interesting wouldn't you rather be funny and liked if you have any kind of platform for your comedy i mean even if you're just making your friends laugh or whatever mm-hmm. or if you're writing jokes on the internet all the time i really think you have kind of responsibility to learn the craft a little bit and i don't mean like go to comedy school that's right. taught by jen i mean hear what other people are saying in the world right now mm-hmm. and listen i would love to direct this person to listen and watch uh john mulvaney john mulaney mulaney that's the guy mulaney with mulaney? an m with an m i don't know how to say it but think, jen's I, correct i think it's john mulaney the truth is jen is correct oh so thanks. google that he's very funny uh and he makes jokes that skirt the line in a really good way that's very aware uh, and I think that, and he acknowledges when he's kind of a dick, I think, in those jokes, too. He does a really good job of it. I really like his latest special. It's like a year old right now, but I've seen it a million times, and it's really good. I mean, you can even look up George Carlin, who is not perfect by any means, but he uh, has, I feel, channeled that asshole character into a way that is, like, in, near the end of his career, like, a little more healthy. Yeah, like, 
and productive and, productive. and like commentating on the world. Right. We're never going to tell you stop trying to be funny because we are always doing that. <laughs> that would be a little uh, hypocritical yeah. of us. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, we're surrounded by comedy people and n- none of them are assholes. I thought you were going to say none of them are funny. <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> we're surrounded by comedy writers all the time. And let me tell you. They're not great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're insufferable in the way that theater kids are insufferable in a lovely, beautiful way. Yeah. Theater kids are terrible. I think, do I have a little theater kid? We all, I think that everybody has a little bit of theater Uh, kid. You know, I thought, I I always thought there's, I'm the opposite of a theater kid. I want to be left alone. I don't want, I don't want any attention. Not true. No. That's not true. No. No. Well, so here's the thing, Jen. You are not a theater kid in that you don't bust out into song at every opportunity. You know, like, Ugh. I don't think you've ever busted out in song in any opportunity. Ever, ever, yeah. Um, but you are a very dry wit, and when you have the opportunity to bust that out, you do. And I, I think you do it politely. Thank you. I, I whip it that. out. You do. It's like I, we ask for the dick pics. <laughs> yeah, you consented to them. I was like, you up? And then you you're up? like, yeah, I'm up. Okay, so asshole stories. Stories about us being assholes. To make everyone else feel... Just a little bit better. A little bit better and understood that everyone fucks up. Everybody's an asshole. I don't know what it is about my asshole stories today, but they're all like, I, I'm only sharing the most grievous asshole moments of my life. And I think that's wonderful because you are such a warm, kind person <laughs> that you. even this warm, kind person has stories of the time they fucked up. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, balance between the story that, like, I can spin as kind of like, wow, is such an asshole that it's kind of funny. <laughs> Holy shit. So, okay. Speaking of, like, being intellectually an asshole. Yeah. So uh, it was either when I was in college or, when, like, fresh out of college. Not sure. And I had a friend who uh, I guess I think she would have called me her best friend, but I don't know that I would have gone the other way. Um, oh, God, I feel so bad. Oh, laid on me. I can't wait. I'm doing it. Okay. Do it. This Rip is, the bandaid off. She had just gotten out of the hospital. Great start. And uh, she was having a hard time. And was writing poetry to help her, like, you know, cope. And she showed me her poetry. And she asked me what I thought. And I did not know how to tell her that I thought her poetry was bad. And at the same time, I had this lingering feeling of, because I was a creative writing major, uh, I was like, oh, she's encroaching on my territory. Uh, And I also, she was so cute. And I was, and so I felt a little bit of like, uh, you know, that competition that oh, like yeah. people have between, yeah. Absolutely. Especially women. Yeah. Just because society pits you against each other. But I'm sure it's the it, same for all genders. Exactly. Like somebody hot in a way that makes you jealous. And so I told her, this was my way of letting her down about her bad poetry. <laughs> right after she got out of the hospital. Her poetry about being, being in, the, in hospital. the hospital. I said, it's really good for somebody who is not a writer. Oh, so passive aggressive. It was, I think that was one of my my bleakest moments as a human being. What was the fallout? Did Nothing. she just look at you? Nothing. And you know what? I credit her so strongly for just kind of being like, oh, okay, well, you know, I tried, blah, 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 blah. Oh. She's like, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, like, she's a, she wasn't like. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a moment. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know you're not like kicking someone who's like, just wasn't. I know. You're not kicking someone while they're in the hospital. Well, I mean, I did then. Emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Damn. How bad? That's that's bad. Damn. Okay. I know. 
Um, some of my asshole moments. I used to be very explainy about uh, like, you know, I mentioned like in the last episode, I have a I have a background in running. I was really I was a competitive runner for like half half my life, and I I remember in high school when I was like the best. And I wasn't like the best best, but I was like pretty good at like middle distance running, which means I wasn't even like the best on the team. I was just like the best at like two or two specific events. So I'm just trying to like put myself in context here. It's not like I need business giving people advice <laughs> and you shouldn't give your friends unsolicited advice anyway. But that's what I was doing. And I remember we were like doing. Um... <laughs> how do you also how do you give people advice on how to run? Like I'm not a coach, but I remember I was jogging with my friend. We were like finishing practice and we were jogging home like on the sidewalk. And I told her like, try to open up your stride a little. Your, what does that mean? Like, like oh, make your like open up your stride, like your natural stride, like yeah. extend a little bit more. And I was giving her like advice on her running form to my friend. That's really funny. And she Jen. wasn't like, hey Jen, you're 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 a good runner. Does my running form look okay? His running form is a big part of yeah. like your running economy and all that. Anyway, none of that. Completely unsolicited. I just like looked at her and said it. And then she was pissed at me. And I was like, what? I'm helping. We're teammates. <laughs> so like not only that, I like had the opportunity to apologize and I leaned in. That's incredible. <sighs> That's super good. She's forgiven me since, of course, because it was high school. But man, I look back on that. I'm like, oof. Oh. If I could have like a video of that moment. I oh, really... God. Hey, try to open up your stride a little bit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> And she should have been like, "Thanks, coach." Oh, I found. I thought of another. Oh, good give me, give me, moment. give me. Okay. Um. So this one is more related to um, like another topic of um. Sometimes people are assholes when they feel like they need to impress other people. Mm. So like. Uh, oh, totally. Right. Oh, yeah. So um, I this was when I was y- much younger, like twenty, I would say. Um. So I was in college. And uh, I had a, a really sweet boyfriend who we have talked about before, the golden retriever puppy guy. Yeah, that guy. Very, very sweet um, and, and just a really happy-go-lucky kind of kid. And he had a friend from childhood that I met for the first time. And I really wanted this guy to like me. Yes. You know, because uh, the, the boyfriend meant a lot to me and it meant a lot to me to, you know, reach out to this guy. Whew. So we are at the corner bakery and uh, golden retriever puppy goes to you know to the the men's room and uh me and the and the friend are sitting there and i was like we should we should prank him and she he's like oh yeah that'd be really funny what do you want to do i'm like what if i put this napkin in his burger let's see if he bites into it and so he comes back and like we're like oh and he came and he bit into it and then ate the entire burger oh my god what he ate the entire thing did he know without complaint like what? So uh, uh, at the end, I was just like, "Haha, we got you! You ate an entire napkin." <laughs> uh, and he's just like, "Why? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you tell me before you ate the entire napkin? Am I gonna be sick?" And I was like, "Nah, no, it's paper. It's cellulose. It'll be fine." Which is true, but at the same time, it was, I wasn't. I didn't. I, th- I think we got bigger problems here than the pranky girlfriend. We got to know what's going on that he didn't notice he was eating a napkin, an entire napkin. Like a paper, because it was like he didn't a, taste the paper. So it, so it was. This is the situation. It's a big, like hefty, kind of like wet sandwich. You yeah. Know? So we took a, oh. a piece of the the paper napkin, put it in there, yeah. and it must have decomposed in the sandwich yeah. in such a Got way. Got really damp. Right. 
That's it, amazing. He ate the entire napkin. And you were expecting him to like, you know, do like bite a, into bite it and, and be like, Bleh! and then we'd be like, ha ha ha, ha, ha end of prank. You. But instead, yeah. something much worse happened. Yeah, you had to watch him. You Eat had to watch entire... all this unfold. Punishment fits the crime. And I did the same thing that that you mentioned, which I well, I leaned in. Like I had the opportunity to be like, yeah, that was shitty. I apologize. But instead, I was like, it's not a big deal. It's just a piece of a napkin. Like it's yeah. fine. Man, Trin, you touched on something though. Like the leaning in versus like apologizing and admitting that was shitty. That's like a muscle that needs to be worked on. It is, Jen. What a wonderful way of putting that because you're totally right. You have to practice because here's the thing. You can practice not fucking up as much as you want. But you will. You will. And you will fuck up less. Yes. Absolutely you will fuck up less. But if you teach yourself to apologize and recognize when you're a fuck, yeah. <laughs> that's actually I think an even more valuable skill. It's also so empowering to like have those moments and move on and look back on them and be like, yeah, I fucked up and we're friends now and we're fine. Right. And you know, there will be moments that you can't come back from and that you'll look back on and cringe. And that's very human too. Right. But also like, yeah, practice. If you've never once apologized, you got to you just got to start doing it. And it does get easier. Or just even stopped the asshole in its tracks. Stop him. Stop that asshole part of you. Right. Like, I mean, you're never going to stop doing asshole things to try and impress new people. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not going to. Or like when you're when you're with your college or high school friends, if you happen to have any of those, which I, I don't really, but I have a couple. <laughs> and we just like revert back to our like our 19 year old selves when we're around each other. Which is your current self because you're 19. Uh, exactly. Because right. I'm 19. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I revert back to being like 17, 18. Right. In some ways. Like, I don't, like, completely go back to, like, having shitty beliefs or anything. But, like, I would say our sense of humor takes on a juvenile pr- point of view. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because that's, we're silly and we don't see each other that often. And I forgot where I was going with this. That's but, okay. Um, well, where, where are we going with this? Why don't we segue into the next asshole topic? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Which is? I'm a flirt, but people think I'm a creep. Oh. This is a big boy. You don't understand consent. That's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. Public school probably failed you. Here's just some basics of consent. No full sentence. No, I don't want to. You don't, demands no further explanation. Mm -hmm. Uh, And consent can be something is, I don't want to hug. If you are getting the sense that people think you're a creep, the first thing you need to do is stop touching people. Yeah, hands to your, body to yourself. Right, that's the number one thing. Um, and it could be a vibe, but that's harder to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, that that might almost be a therapy thing. I mean, almost anything can be, like, you know, worked on with a professional. Um, but first of all, stop touching people. Second, assess the way that you view people. You don't want to be viewing the people that you're attracted to as, like, prey. Or objects. Or, or things to be won or acquired. Right. Or even just a... Or something to unlock. Right. There's no riddle or puzzle to getting someone to sleep with you. Right. And if you want to bang, leave it to Tinder. Because the, here's the fact. Like, people will tell you on Tinder if they want to bang. Oh, are they open about it? I think so. That's I, good. I actually haven't been on t- Tinder, but I've heard a lot of tinding. Tinding. Yeah. Like, my, my boyfriend used to be a Tinder person. And he was just like, it's just a really easy way to make that happen, man. Mm. And I was like, fair enough. Yeah. You can get that, is what we're saying. Yeah. But you don't want to do that to, like, your friends and your friends' sisters 
and stuff. You're going to have to have a conversation with yourself about what kind of asshole you are. Right. And is it the kind of asshole that violates people's consent? If you're even someone that has issues with understanding consent, you are still not doomed. You right. have You have work to do. Mm-hmm. You have reading to do, probably seeking a professional. Right. But even you are not doomed or stuck. And if you feel that you are in the position that maybe I am an abuser, it is up to you and it is absolutely a necessity that you stay away from other people until you figure that out. Yeah, it's time for therapy. It's time for therapy. We gave you a tall order of things to do. And I am reading a book right now about a man who famously restores antique houses. He's like responsible for what the city of Savannah, Georgia looks like right now. Um, He said, you don't do it all at once. You don't take on fixing the whole house at once. You don't spread out and throw yourself at every project because the the house will defeat you. It's too much. So to begin, you work on something small, like painting windowsills. Then you move on and you fix the broken staircase banister and you keep making these small repairs. You keep doing the work. And then day by day, you step back and the house is beautiful and restored. And it probably still needs some maintenance. Still got some work to do on it. But like, you gotta, you gotta... You got to take the first step. Also, the man I'm talking about ended up being a murderer. So, like, maybe don't emulate him. It was a true crime novel. But, like, the principle (laughs) stays the same. It does. Thank you, Jen, for sharing that. Yeah. All right. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground as far as, like, types of asshole and, like, the behaviors you've got to stop and that sort of thing. Um, But at the root of it, if this person feels that their personality is being an asshole, do you think that they can change? Do I think they can change? Yeah. Okay, I believe that anyone can change their shitty behaviors. But is this person proud of being an asshole? That's the other thing that I was worried about. I'm a about. little worried that they took on this asshole thing as a badge of honor. I, I agree. You don't want to be the group asshole. You don't want to be the anyone asshole. Right. I agree with you. Also, like, I know we mentioned, like, they might be a creep, but I feel like if they were a creep, they would have said creep and oh, not asshole. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Asshole, to me, takes on the quality of, like, being a loud jerk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Creep is different. Like, assholes you know, can be creeps. Creeps can be assholes. But I feel like the wording was important. Right. Like, it's like asshole can often be an umbrella term yes. to encompass many shitty behaviors. Yes. But if you say you're an asshole... Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, I there. I have two main worries for this asker, and and the number one is that the they are proud of being an asshole to the point where it's very a very core part of their personality. But here here's the thing, asker, if that even if that is true, you can you can retain you. You can retain your what's the word acerbic. Oh yeah, I just learned it means acidic, right? Like biting wit. I mean, I, I somewhat, oh, yeah, no, I did say it, right? Yeah. Yes, you yeah. can be an acerbic person. According to dictionary.com is uh, especially of a comment or style of speaking, sharp and forthright. You can also be an irreverent person. Yes. Which means, according to dictionary.com, showing a lack of respect for people or things that are generally taken seriously. I consider myself irreverent. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm making fun of people when they're, like, having emotional trauma right yeah i'm not that kind of asshole it's not like you go out of your way and be like wow catholics you really think you're eating the body of christ every weekend ridiculous <laughs> yeah i'm not kicking down the door of a church and being like what up right i'm, I'm uh what's that guy's name ricky gervais right but it's kind of like my mom uh who's a devout catholic and calls on communion christ crackers sometimes <laughs> 
like it's you know like this giggling about something that's normally taken seriously uh, exactly right you can there you can be these things you're not cutting the asshole off of yourself ew <laughs> you're not removing your anus your sphincter oh god you're not removing <laughs> you're not getting a lobotomy got it you are changing the way that you interact with people and truly there is i can't bring myself to believe that this asker wants to make people feel bad. The, I think the asker needs to ask themselves that. And they will realize the answer is no, of course not. Right. Especially their friends. Yeah. I think that the goal for you is to maintain your personality in such a way that you are you, but to temper your interactions and learn a better way to be yourself. I mean, maybe you, you need... I mean, you just have work to do. Yeah, man. Like everyone does. Like everyone does. Like... I used to be an asshole, and I got better at listening, and I shut up more. Yeah. Uh, I went to therapy and learned some situations that are, like, make me edgy and anxious and, in turn, make me kind of mean-spirited. Um, I don't know. I, also, I learned how to apologize. That was not something I ever, like, grew up around, people apologizing for shitty behavior. It was just something that everyone lived with. Mm-hmm. But it, it became a skill like anything else. Yeah. I, and I and I feel like we've we've hit on that a couple of times, like exercising, <laughs> exercising your asshole. Do your do your anus pushups. You do butt kegels. <laughs> you know, I, I I have faith in this person because well, here's the other thing: they asked us about it. Yeah, you took the time to ask. Yeah, so mm, you think you're an asshole? Mm, you listen to friendshiping. Yeah, you're doing something right. L- listening to friend- us a review. <laughs> listening to friendshiping is like the equivalent of watching the Care Bears when you were a kid. Okay, <laughs> like nobody who watched Captain Planet religiously grew up to litter. All right. Yeah. So like nobody listening to friendshiping is going around being like, I'm an asshole. Let I'm- me kick this old lady down. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Deal with my assholeness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I know that guy. <laughs> I do too. He's on Twitter. He is on Twitter. He's everywhere on Twitter. Um, and we also want to reiterate before we wrap this up that like being an asshole is different than being an abuser. So it, there are shades of inappropriate behavior in a way, but even abusers, which we don't think this person is, even abusers can change and get help. It is your responsibility to remove yourself from people and get help if you are an abuser. But we want to reiterate again, no matter where you fall on the scale of terrible, we at Friendshipping believe that you can change, especially if you recognize that there's a problem. And you do because you asked about it. Yeah, man. You asked. You didn't ask, how do I change? You asked, do I have to change? And the way you phrased it is very interesting to me because I sense some reluctance. Right. And I don't blame you because doing work on yourself sucks. Right. It's way easier to look outward than inward. Mm -hmm. But I believe in your ability to do this. And I also think that the um, do I have to change speaks to how they may recognize asshole as part of their identity. Right. And you don't have to get rid of that, like, maybe whatever that means as far as, like, stoicism or, or your being dry... a little rule breaker. It's like being a little Gryffindor rule breaker. Take it from me. <laughs> it's still cool to break rules, guys. <laughs> My Twitter name is Jen Dangerous for a reason. It's not Jen Safety. Yeah, lame <laughs> So, yeah, like, you can do this, and you are not so far gone that you can't. Jen, is there anything that you'd like to say to our audience? Oh, I just want to talk about last week's episode where we got very real. We got super real in a way that made me nervous to rec- – to uh, in a way that made me nervous to record this episode because I was afraid we would never do as good again. I was afraid to 
released the episode at all. I oh, yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. The reception we've, we've received has been amazing. Yes. We, we've never heard from so many people before. People sharing their own stories with depression. Uh, just they said they were nodding along and feeling like less isolated, which is l- literally why we do this podcast. So thank you so much. And I do have an ask. And I know you're probably thinking it's gross to ask for a favor after you were sharing all that emotional trauma with us. But I agree. It is gross. <laughs> but please, if you were moved by this episode, the last episode, any episode at all, if you could leave us an iTunes review, it could even be three sentences, even three words. I don't think it can be three words. I think it has to be more than five. More than five. Okay. Five word minimum. (laughs) Whatever the minimum is. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Also, we wanted to do a little something fun for our our listeners. Um, So if you'd like to email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is friendshippingpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. We got a really nice sample of our postcards in from our printer. I don't know if you guys all remember this, but we did a postcard project. It was on Kickstarter. We made uh, postcards about being friends and sending to your friends. We would love to mail you a postcard from us. So just go ahead and uh, email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Give us your mailing address. We won't give it to anybody, but we will mail you a postcard. We will mail you you something nice and sweet in the mail yes and then we'll lose we will delete the email so that if we get hacked by some lead hacksaws they won't have your stuff yes sound good yeah last thing listeners last but not least last but less before we do our normal sign off so mbsing stands for mary beth smith ing and she is a wonderful interviewer who talks about things that are passions of other people so i was on uh, her hundredth episode talking about parks and rec and uh and it was incredible and a ton of fun uh you should check out her show also jen's gonna be on her show pretty soon we'll give you the dates uh, as soon as we can she did she email you she told she me did. she did oh okay cool i just didn't open it yet oh yeah that know. was a surprise we're gonna be at her show cool oh, oh jen didn't even know i spoiled it cool. what do you what are you passionate about friendship actually you could totally just talk about friendship uh yeah so we love that show and it, it we love it i think in particular because we love positivity and this is another one of those things that's like it's a safe listen if you're in a bad mood absolutely yeah yeah mbsing it's definitely one of those podcasts i turn to when i'm about to go on a flight like one time I tried to listen to an episode of like this true crime. I'm in a true crime kind of, kind of <laughs> mood lately. So I was just, I started to listen to one and the first they talked about how this kid was kidnapped and then it added like by the way this really happened. Ugh. And I was like, "No, too sad. I'm like, listen to something happy." Why did you why did they, mm. I know. Anyway, well, well, this has been the Friendshiping podcast. If you'd like to uh, tweet at us, you can tweet at us at Do Friendship. If you would like to ask us a question, go straight up our asshole at ask.fm/dofriendship. And again, you can email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail dot com. Hey Trin, thanks for listening. Oh, you're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the. Pro-